This is Wahid Jensen, and you are listening to Away Beyond the Rainbow. and welcome to a brand new episode of Away Beyond the Rainbow, this podcast series dedicated to Muslims experiencing same-sex attractions who want to live a life true to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Islam. I'm your host, Wahid Jensen. Thank you so much for joining me in a brand new episode. This is our third episode in our series that talks about support systems. As you guys remember in the previous episode, we had brother uh, Ali Al-Jafari join us all the way from the UK to tell us about his organization, Strong Support, and all of the efforts that he's been doing to help individuals struggling with same-sex lusts. In this episode, inshallah, we're going to be talking about another Muslim initiative that is the uh, online support group Straight Struggle. Joining me to talk about this initiative is my dear friend Yusuf, all the way from Canada. And just an FYI, Yusuf's voice has been uh, modified for privacy reasons. Assalamu alaikum, Yusuf. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullah wa barakatuh. Brother Rahim, how are you? Alhamdulillah, I'm, I'm doing very well. How are you doing? I'm doing all right, alhamdulillah. Thank you so much for joining me in today's episode. Um, so we will be talking about straight struggle today, inshallah, uh, to introduce uh, the listeners to the support group and what that involves. But before we do that, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. So my name is, uh, I mean, not my real name, obviously, but my name on the group is Yusuf. Mm-hmm. So I've been uh, involved, I guess, with the street struggle since uh, maybe, I think, the, the first year, actually, that it, uh, that it got started. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I, I live in Canada. I am currently working as an engineer. Mm-hmm. And I am married. I have four kids, alhamdulillah. MashaAllah. Yeah, so and I've, I've been dealing, I guess, with uh, same-sex attractions since um, since I was younger, probably preteen, teenagehood, I suppose, and then uh, and then I, mm-hmm. uh, I guess, after university and stuff, I I, I had uh, found my wife and we got married. Mashallah. Um, I remember uh, Yusuf and I uh, started talking after uh, he published his article on Muslim matters which was called From a Same-Sex Attracted Muslim Between uh, the Denial of Reality and the Distortion of Religion, right? Uh, can you tell us about a little bit about that article and how it came about? Yeah, so that article actually I had always, um, I mean, so just to give people a little bit of background, I mean, uh, I, I joined uh, Straight Struggle in 2003. Mm-hmm. And then I was, I think I was like member number Ten or twelve or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the group itself had been started by um, by uh, a brother Mujahid Mustaqim, who has moved on to other um, activities now. Mm-hmm. But uh, before he had moved on, he had just um, I mean he and I talked, and he uh, sort of um, passed on the uh, moderation of the group to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and yeah, so I mean I've. Mm, spoken to many 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 brothers and some sisters over the years uh, about uh, obviously muslims uh, about uh, same sex attractions and how they're dealing with it mm-hmm. and so an article like this had always been in the back of my mind uh, to write something either an article or something to get to get the word out there and i think many can imagine i mean in 2003 it's not the same as it is as it is now in 2003 right. The situation was quite different. There wasn't mm-hmm. uh, as much awareness as uh, as there is now, mm-hmm. um, and it was it was like at the brink of when sort of uh, gay marriage was being legalized in Western Western countries and all these things. And so there was a lot of talk about uh, uh, you know LGBT rights and all these things, but Muslims really were so far away from the discussion 
save for um, a little bit of a discussion about, you know, how homosexuality is haram and what the punishments are and all these things. So really there was very, very, very little talk about, you know, very little talk about uh, how to deal with same-sex attractions or mm-hmm. acknowledgement of same-sex attracted Muslims who did not want to live right. uh, as, uh, you know, in, a, in, a, in sort of a gay lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And so that's, you know, that's, that's 2003 onwards. And then uh, comes, you know, 10, well, 13 years later, I suppose, just uh, speaking with different brothers over the years. And, uh, and like I said, some very, very few sisters, but mostly, uh, mostly brothers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I said, I mean, I think I mentioned in the article, it's, it really was like, you know, an article that was 10 years in the, ma- in the making Mashallah. in the back of my head, but I, I, you know, I had finally got it out on, on, um, you know, in front of, uh, a website that would be uh, able to publish it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the article itself, I mean, alhamdulillah, it, it, uh, it, when it, when it was first published, there was obviously some negative feedback from people who were trying to, you know, who thought that we were trying to normalize, uh, whatever that means, but normalizing same-sex attract- uh, attractions in the Muslim community and all these things. I mean, I don't know what normalizing it means because it's there. It's not like exactly. we're trying to say that something's there the, that's 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 not there. It's a phenomena. It's there and it happens. Yeah. Uh, and we're very clear, obviously, that we're against the lifestyle itself. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the overwhelming majority of comments were like something along the lines of finally someone said, uh, you know, what I've been thinking or finally someone has brought this to the to the to the to the limelight and people were talking about it. So, you know, it's not it's not about self uh, praise or anything, but that's really honestly, I hadn't uh, I, I personally hadn't read anything um, of that sort uh, published by Muslims. Um, up until that point, and and so that article was really out of necessity more than anything else because, mm-hmm. like, there, there really wasn't anything out there that really dealt with this topic um, comprehensively. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there were like I said, there were topics talking about there were articles talking about punishment or articles um, talking about this and that. Um, so I should mention though, like uh, before this, there was actually a blog called Iron Gay Muslims. Uh, and that was also started by Brother Mujahid Mustaqim. Um, but that was like around, I think, 2005, 2006 or so. Um, it's it's still there. I mean, if you search for it, you will still find it. But that blog was a bit different. That was mainly trying to combat the distortion that some of um, some of the uh, uh, Muslim community uh, who were, you know, who termed themselves progressives, mm. who were that were trying to really change the teachings of the Quran. Right. Um, so. You know, there were some ideas there that were that were born out of there as as well about the difference between um, attractions and actions and all these things. So, like I said, I mean that article tried to strike a balance between those two extremes of you know let's talk about punishment versus let's say it's not haram. Mm-hmm. And so that's really what the what the intent of of that of that article was to deal with something comprehensive to deal with the topic comprehensively. Uh, in, in a sort of a middle correct understanding uh, from an Islamic perspe- pers- perspective mm-hmm. and to finally, you know, let's talk about this properly with, let's lay the ground the, the groundwork really for this to be talked about properly. Brilliant, mashallah. And I remember reading that article and being amazed by the eloquence, first of all, and the content and like finally someone's actually you know, we're finally engaging in the conversation. And I could see that a lot of comments on that website, you know, a lot of people were engaging in the conversation. And I was so happy to actually read that. Um, but personally, I, as I've told you, and I've, we've been discussing throughout the years, it, it's kind of created a, a sort of a cognitive dissonance for me because it was the first time that I ever heard the term SSA. And I always re- used to refer to myself as gay because that's what we're used to, right? That's what the media says. And that's the prevailing paradigm. So it was. It took. It took a lot of effort for me to kind of change the, um, the, you know, the terms that I used to describe myself. But it was definitely necessary. Yeah, and it really is. I mean, and that's really an, another, you know, part of that article was to really introduce this um, paradigm shift of, mm-hmm. hey, let's 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 use proper terms, you know, because it's not it's not just about the terminology. It's really about 
also this mindset that mm-hmm. uh, I mean, as, as as the article talks about this this mindset of it being such a deep rooted identity and all these things. And I know some people do believe that. Uh, I personally don't. Mm-hmm. But uh, and and actually, that belief of uh, of it not being such a deep rooted identity really helped me deal with it much better. Yes. And so this paradigm shift really of, of what the media around us, what the politicians, what, I mean, I'm talking about the West at least, mm-hmm. uh, what the media and the West are trying to portray this as, you know, this is a rights issue that people, um, you know, identify this way and that people live a certain lifestyle. Mm-hmm. In some cases, as I mentioned in the article, in some cases, really it boxes people in. Mm-hmm. And so this paradigm shift of me saying, look, I'm a Muslim first and foremost. Allah is more important to me than myself. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and and I'm a Muslim. I'm a man like other men. However, I deal with same-sex attractions. Really helped me deal with with this issue a lot, actually, over the over the years mm-hmm. and helped me and this um, you know I'm feeling uh, feeling like my brothers uh, right. but I have something extra that I'm dealing with that maybe some of them are also dealing with I don't know mm-hmm. but uh, yeah I'm, I'm not belittling the struggle at all I'm just saying this uh, idea of it being such a such a deep-rooted identity I think for me was problematic mm-hmm. uh, and um, shifting my mindset away from that helped me deal with it better, much better. Absolutely. MashaAllah, I, I completely agree with you. And inshallah, I'll be adding a link to the um, to the article itself in the episode description. So whoever hasn't read Yusuf's article, please do so whenever you get the chance. It's it's a brilliant piece, inshallah, that's worth it. So jazakallah khairan for that. You have uh, also done a podcast interview on BBC Radio, right? Where you talked about your own personal journey. Yeah. Yes. So on uh, BBC Radio Four, uh, they had a um, they had a a, a series called uh, Muslim Pride, mm-hmm. and uh, they did interviews with um, with Muslims. Who you know they termed it with as LGBT Muslims, mm-hmm. and they wanted to um, you know they wanted to offer different perspectives about the the topic, mm-hmm. and so like they they had someone who identified as a lesbian Muslim who gave an interview and all these things, and so most of the people were like people that live I think actually all of them except for myself mm-hmm. were people uh, that were living the lifestyle whether discreetly or openly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and yeah, so that was done uh, by, um, by BBC Radio 4. So I was approached uh, to give my perspective on that. And so there was an episode there that, uh, that um, you know, that basically told my story um, in dealing with uh, being Muslim and dealing with same-sex attractions. And I made it clear uh, to the producers uh, and the host that, you know, this is not, I'm, I, I don't identify as gay or LGBT or all these things. I identify as a Muslim who has same-sex attractions. And obviously they were like um, surprised and baffled, especially like the non-Muslim producer that that I was married <laughs> right. and that I've been married for over 10 years and that I had kids and all these things. So anyway, I mean, I think that was. I think it was important for me to give my perspective on something like that, um, because otherwise, we really all we're hearing are the voices of, you know, the quote-unquote progressives who don't think it's haram and who want to live uh, the lifestyle, exactly. which is not the case. I think the vast majority of people do not want to do that, um, but they feel helpless and they feel um, that they have to live that way if they experience same-sex attractions. I thought it was important to have our voice, uh, to have my voice at least uh, there. Absolutely, giving our our perspective. Yeah, hundred percent. And actually, Barakalafi um, for doing that interview. It's it's really really amazing. And I will inshallah add a link to that uh, interview um, in the episode description, so everyone can give it a listen. Inshallah. Now, let's go back to talking about straight struggle. Um, you said that you joined when um, you joined back in 2003 and there were only a couple of members. 
Um, can you tell us a little bit more about that group and how it um, progressed throughout the years? Um, how did it function as a support group? So the group, uh, like I said, was started out by uh, Brother Mujahid Mustaqim as a Yahoo group. Mm -hmm. Yahoo was like the thing back back then. So uh, right. um, it was a Yahoo group. We started sharing ideas. It was mainly like just emails back and forth. Um, mm -hmm. You know, we're talking about 2003, so still, you know, there was Facebook and all this stuff, but it wasn't very, uh, it wasn't as popular as now, all these social media apps. So really, um, Yahoo groups were a big thing back then. And so, mm -hmm. you know, you had like everyone had a Yahoo group in terms of all organizations, all these things. So, um, so we had a Yahoo group as a mailing list and we had also like a file section and all these things and people would share their ideas that way. Mm -hmm. Um, like I said, it, there weren't too many members when I first joined. Um, and then over the years, there's like, um, there's different mem like there's, there's different, I guess, types of people that join. There's people that join because they want help right then and there. Mm -hmm. And there's people that join and then, you know, they just drop out, drop off either because they no longer um, uh, feel that they need that help or they no longer um, are interested or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then we have people that have um, actually very few that have stayed over the years in terms of just like constant participation. And we have people that just like are, are still there actually. And they just listen in. They don't, they don't really participate much. Right. And so what happened actually is last year, I think 2019. So, I mean, that's, that's how it's been over the years. We had like hundreds of people go through the, the group. So um, you said that um, it, it functioned on the basis of emails. So people would just write in anonymously and they would describe, for example, whatever issues they're going through and other people would reply to um, their queries or um, issues, right? So, yeah, I mean, so people would people would write into the the, uh, the Yahoo group, like a mailing list, like I said. I mean, or, with, or, or you could actually go onto the Yahoo group's website and like post something and it would get emailed to everyone. Mm -hmm. Anytime anyone finds the, the group really, um, and it's the same feeling that I had when I first joined, even though there were, we were only like 10 people, it was like, you know, finally some, I can, I found someone that I can talk to. Uh, finally, I found someone that I can identify with. Um, mm -hmm. someone that I can sp speak with about this topic really, because, uh, a lot of times people can't really talk to their family about it, right. um, because of, uh, different, uh, different, uh, I mean, just cultural mindsets or misunderstandings about same sex attractions and all these things. And part of it is actually blamed on the media and the West and all these things in the West, I should say, exactly. um, uh, because, uh, people view it as an identity or people view it as like a shame or people view it as, you know, mm -hmm. someone is like sinning just by simply having all these feelings. So yeah. when people first join, really, it's always that, uh, feeling, I, I mean, I shouldn't say always, but most of the time it's that feeling that finally I found someone that I can talk to. Mm-hmm. A sense of belonging and connection, community. Yeah, someone that you can connect to. So exactly, a sense of community. Um, someone that I can really, someone that understands me, right? Like that's mm -hmm. that's the main thing. Right. And so, also over the years, I mean, I've seen it change too. Like, I mean, when I, in 2003, I think people that joined wouldn't have crossed anyone's mind to bring this up with their parents. I think mm -hmm. uh, more and more over the years, uh, I'm seeing that. People join and they're young people, but they've already like told their parents right. and their parents were most of the time were, were understanding. Mm -hmm. They might not have been, um, they, they might know, they might not have all the knowledge about uh, the topic itself, mm -hmm. but they weren't, um, but they also weren't like overly negative or like, um, kicking their kids out of the house or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, so, and, and then a lot, and, and I've seen also over the, over the years, parents that want to learn more about it, mm -hmm. uh, because, uh, either their son or someone that they know has, uh, you know, has told them that they have, uh, same sex attractions. Uh, and so they're trying to help them, uh, through it. So, so they don't, even though they might not fully understand it, they really want to, mm -hmm. uh, and that's, I think that's something that's changed over the years. Also, over the years, uh, we've engaged with a few scholars. Mm -hmm. uh, and so that's also, I've seen that change. Like I said, I mean, in 2003, I don't think I've heard any scholar ever say the term same-sex attractions. Mm -hmm. But 
you know, now, like even just recently, even in the Arab world, which is like the last place where I thought something like this would be discussed, you know, we're getting prominent scholars uh, really bringing this topic up and, you know, using like terms that we use, using terms that uh, not just us, I mean, like people who are religious, whether Muslim or not, um, terms that are that are that are used uh, by people who do not want to live a gay lifestyle, um, and they're like approaching the topic in the same way that we would too, which is awesome, right? Like, I mean, it wasn't something that I ever ex- expected. Definitely. I mean, I'm I'm not saying that like they're fully experts now or whatever. I'm not saying that I'm an expert, mm-hmm. but I'm saying the discussion that's being had now really is like, okay, we're past this discussion about what's the punishment and all these things, which which are fine, like if you're taking a fiqh class, you can go into all those deep topics. But guess what? Like that's not going to help uh, Muhammad or Ahmed uh, uh, get through their like teenage uh, years mm-hmm. in high school with these feelings, telling them that they're going to, you know, uh, burn in intel- eternal hellfire. Exactly. Or they, they should be thrown off a cliff or whatever. <laughs> exactly. It's really not going to be... Yeah. Like, what's going to help me tomorrow wake up and not feel de- depressed, right? Absolutely. So, yeah. So, I mean, that's that's really positive, alhamdulillah. alhamdulillah. Um, um, I mean, there's a lot more work to be done, I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, slowly but surely, inshallah, we will we will, we will will get there. Inshallah. Um, and I can imagine that after your article came out in 2016, uh, a, lot of, a lot more people uh, joined the group because... It is explicitly mentioned that you're a moderator of that group and there was a link to that group. I mean, I personally joined that group after reading your article. I never knew that such a group ever existed. So I was like, oh my God, how come I've never heard of this thing before? Yeah. So I immediately logged in and I made, um, you know, I, I, I became a member of that group. And then you and I started talking and I started talking to other members. And alhamdulillah, it was a huge part of my own personal growth process. Alhamdulillah. alhamdulillah. Yeah, I mean, over the years, because we're, we're on this like anonymously, right? So mm-hmm. it's difficult to really advertise this group. Um, I mean, even even from the days of Mujahid, I mean, we've had these dis- discussions about, look, I mean, we found something that's cool. I think we have something that's really good here. Mm-hmm. How do we tell people about it? And then that's always, you know, it's a brick wall when we get to this anonymous part right. um, where, uh, I mean, you know, how, how do you advertise something anonymously in the Muslim community, right? So it's not, it's not that easy. Uh, and like I said, we have engaged with scholars over the years. Um, uh, a few of them have like told people that come to them and ask them, told them about the group and stuff. But even then, like, I mean, they don't really know our real identities. Like they know us by these anonymous identities and it's very difficult for them even. Like I can, I can imagine to just trust someone on the internet called Yusuf sending them emails telling them, oh, by the way, we have this group. Exactly. Right? So, <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> that's made it difficult yeah. I, I i i acknowledge that but i mean it's anonymous out of necessity really mm-hmm. uh not because i feel shame not because i'm you know i'm i'm ashamed or anything like that but it's just it would make life um uh, very difficult because the people around me would not understand it properly mm-hmm. uh and that's really the only reason why it's anonymous like if i if if I knew that the people around me would be would fully grasp it and would would not affect them negatively and it wouldn't have any negative repercussions, mm-hmm. um, I would be anonymous, honestly. But um, but like I said, I mean, it's just it's it, it, there's a lot of things at play here, so mm. um, that's why it has to be anonymous, really. But but still, I mean, uh, I mean, with uh, like with things like this podcast now and all this stuff, and and even your talk that that you had um, um, earlier, mm-hmm. uh, I think it was was it late last year, or earlier this year? Um, uh, yeah, in February in Texas. In, in, in February, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that that conference uh, that was had where you know they had someone participating was SSA mm-hmm. speaking in front of people, right? Mm-hmm. Like. So, um, you know, things, things are changing, but yeah, I mean, really it was out of necessity that it wasn't really, um, and, and also because really, I don't think there was like this appetite in, in, uh, in the Muslim community to hear about this topic, uh, being properly discussed. Uh, and now because like, you know, we're finding them, we're finding ourselves really in the defensive, Mm -hmm. 
because of the all these LGBT rights and all these things. And then so you have the families where the kids are like, well, you know, why aren't we supporting gay rights and all these things, right? So mm-hmm. Muslim families um, with Muslim kids who are asking them, you know, why aren't we supporting gay rights? And it's like, wait, we didn't deal with this topic properly. Exactly. Um, people are not understanding it properly. Mm-hmm. And so it's time really f- for us to 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 start um, understanding it properly, I think. Absolutely. And um, you said throughout the years that um, members kept on joining and the numbers increased with time. So until last year, approximately there were how many members? I think we were close to like a thousand actually registered members. Mm-hmm. But like I said, I mean, there wasn't a lot of participation either mm-hmm. uh, people you know come and go people that are just um, reading the messages um, people that come every few years um, mm-hmm. but yeah so that was until October 2019 and and you said that the majority were usually males and there were a few females right uh, I think I could count them on the fingers on my hand the number of females that have joined over the years um, uh-huh. yeah very 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 few very few and why do you think that would be the case? Because we keep, we we are asked this question most of the time. Right? Yeah, I I think the main reason is because like the organizers were were men, right? Like I mean, we 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 the organizers of the actual group were men, mm. uh, and so we didn't really have. And I mean, I, I I still don't really. I mean, I understand male same-sex attractions much more than female mm. same-sex attractions. So when I'm dealing with things, and I'm and I'm, and I'm not. You know, and I'm not someone who's like, uh, who's, you know, has an academic background in, in sexuality and all these things. But mm-hmm. just from my own experience, that's what I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, that's what Mujahid knew as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, we just approached it from what we know. And we didn't have that. Um, we really didn't have that uh, understanding, that background of how female um, female uh, same-sex attra- attractions work. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, th- I think that's the main reason. Uh, I I don't know if there's if there are other reasons. Like I said, I mean, I I still really don't uh, understand female same-sex attractions uh, as much as I do uh, male same-sex attractions. So I don't know if there's anything um, in the experience that's different uh, mm-hmm. and sort of approaching a uh, a support group. Or you know maybe it's maybe maybe um, I, I don't know and I I can't really speculate as to why that is to right. be honest. Okay, and um, so basically you've been talking about a straight struggle as an online platform. So one question that comes to mind is: Were there any face-to-face support groups uh, throughout the years that were initiated through straight struggle? No, through straight struggle. I mean, if people did something individually. Uh, um, n- that that's uh, that, that I might not know about. Uh, that could be the case in terms of you know, us as a group, uh, consciously uh, having um, these meetings. I think we were we tried over the years. Mm-hmm. We had I think like a meeting with uh, Imam Fadl Suleiman. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the members that were in London uh, met at his place a couple of times. Um, but again, I mean, that was sort of just like an like an offshoot, sort of, or or an just a personal thing that they had decided that he really, he really actually invited people over. He wanted to engage with them and talk to them about the topic. Mm-hmm. He's been really really great, by the way. I mean, he's, yeah, he's uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, he's he's really um, he's really spearheaded a lot of these discussions, even the discussions that we're seeing now mm-hmm. in the Arab world. Like, I think a lot of it has to do with his work too. Uh, and 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 his contact. So anyway, so he he invited a few people a couple of times to mm-hmm. come to his place to talk about it. Um, but like a formal uh, support group, no, uh, there hasn't been anything that was initiated mm-hmm. that way. And and recently this uh, this year in particular, like uh, before the pandemic started or at the beginning of it, there has been a shift to a different platform on Discord. Can you tell us more about this? Yeah, so in October 2019, Yahoo Groups started shutting down, really. Mm-hmm. So they got rid of the file section. They got rid of um, posting online. You could It really just became like a distribution a distribution list, like an, an email list. That's, that's it. That's all. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was apparent to us that, uh, you know, that Yahoo Group was really going to shut down for good at some point. Um, 
we tried a few other, few platforms and finally cool genius suggested discord mm-hmm. and and yeah and, and we moved to discord and he's really taken the uh, the technical uh, technical side uh, of, of of things to to shift things over he set it up really nicely uh, mm-hmm. as a as a discord uh, discord group mm-hmm. and um you know, there's a lot of stuff in the background that people may or may not know about, but he's he's done he's done quite a bit of uh, programming to to get the group to function the way that it is now. Quite a lot of programming to be to quite exactly. a lot of yeah, <laughs> quite a lot of programming. Mashallah, may Allah reward him. And uh, so yeah, so yeah, and then uh, people took to it, and and we started posting on the mailing list that uh, that we're moving to this platform. So quite a few people that were just like listening and, and everything just um, moved over to this new platform. Mm-hmm. And then we shifted over uh, straightcircle.com. We shifted it from the Yahoo group to the Discord group. And so that started getting people um, uh, more and more involved. I think people like, <laughs> people, uh, at least um, I'm aging myself here, but uh, the newer generation really doesn't take well to Yahoo groups and stuff. So, mm-hmm. uh, although that was cool <laughs> in my day, it's not cool now. So not I really think people <laughs> like, yeah, people people like the Discord group more. Yeah. It's a lot more in- interactive. It's a lot more quick. Exactly. You know, you're not waiting for like two days for someone to read your email and then reply exactly. back. So it's just yeah. a message that gets sent, and you get a notification right on your phone. Uh huh. Absolutely. Can you tell us more about the uh, platform? So you said it's more interactive. So what are the services? that are provided how does it function yeah so it's still honestly in the essence of it it's still a place for people to come and talk about their issues talk about their feelings talk about whatever they want to talk about mm-hmm. um the difference now is that now there's like the way that discord works is that okay there's a server called the straight struggles server mm-hmm. and then we have um these channels and then these channels are really just like chat rooms about different topics mm-hmm. Uh, so as an example, we have, a we have, a uh, we have one of the rooms that's called like growing with SSA where people really talk about, you know, things that they deal with as they grow while they're same sex attracted. Right. And then, uh, there's another channel for, about shame, for example, and people share about like what, how they feel, uh, shame and how to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, or another topic about marriage, another talk about topic about fiqh. Uh, so people people come in and and you know try to we try to keep the discussion I guess uh, uh, topics uh, within these these topics mm-hmm. and then I, sh- I should be clear I mean we're not um, medical professionals or anything like that so people are sharing their ideas people are sharing what worked for them people are sharing their experiences it's not really a place for you know, I'm going to, I'm going to uh, join the therapy topic and then that's going to be like my therapy, uh, my source of therapy for the next couple of months or something mm-hmm. like that. That's not what, that's not what the intention is. Mm-hmm. People discuss therapy, people discuss different therapy methods. Uh, people discuss what worked with them, what therapy worked, worked for them, maybe resources even about getting therapy if they want to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's never like, okay, you know, do this and that, and then you're going to be okay or something like that. And if someone does that, we, we do try to, uh, um, we do try to moderate that. It's not really a place for, uh, medical advice, Mm -hmm. uh, or, or mental health advice. It's a place for people to share their experiences and share what worked for them. Um, and to broaden, have, have these discussions to, to, to broaden our understanding mm-hmm. uh, about about all these different topics. Right. And there are also a lot of um, documents and books available, a lot of audiovisuals, um, and um, as you said, you know, different chat rooms for different topics. So um, Yes, yeah. yes. So there is like a documents channel that has uh, Google Drive on it that has all these different um, books. And again, I mean, anything that's published there, it's not like it's like sanctioned by straight struggle to be fully uh you know fully good for you or whatever these are books that people have uploaded um who they uh the people thought that it helped them and so when you're Mm -hmm. reaching out to these resources you're seeing everything that's that's out there and then you're deciding what will work for you right so again it's not like we're we're like uh okay you know read this book and you're going to be okay or something something like that so right. so people are sharing resources people are sharing what worked for them experiences all these things it's not about 
coming to the Discord group to be healed or something like that. So right. just, yeah, people need to understand that. And, 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 uh, I mean, but it, it's still a cool place. It's not like we're just there, like just, uh, okay, you're not here to be healed. So stop, but it's still a nice place. There's, 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 uh, there's a sense of community, uh, even though, you know, it's like a bunch of people from around the world that have never even met each other. Right. Um, you know, there's like games night, uh, there's a book club that, that, uh, you that you moderate, uh, right? mm-hmm. um, there's, there's all these, um, things that, and even just like this past, uh, you guys, uh, you guys had a like a Eid meetup. I, unfortunately, I wasn't um, able to join. But yeah, you never make it to those gatherings. But okay, I, I never, <laughs> I never make it to those gatherings. Yeah, but but yeah, I mean, it's still there, and people uh, have a good time. People uh, talk to each other, and it's this sense of belonging and sense of community. I think that also a lot of people cherish. Exactly, exactly. And um, yeah, as you said, it's a sense of community and belonging, making connections with other people who understand you, who know what, what you're going through, who exactly know it. They don't just say, I, I can understand what you're going through. They actually right. are going through this yes. and it makes a big difference. And I know a lot of friendships have been developed because of this and people have found, you know, um, a sense of relief and, 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 you know, deep emotional bonds that have flourished throughout the years that have helped people overcome a lot of their problems, whether it's addictions or, um, you know, attachments or lacking connections or low self-esteem. I mean, it depends on the person, like each person is different. So whatever they can get out of it makes a difference to them. Right. Yeah, definitely. Those, those connections are really special. I mean, I've, I've I've connected with quite a few of the brothers over the, over the years. Mm -hmm. Um, it's definitely special Absolutely. Um, because it's not, you know, it's not <laughs> a lot of times it's not someone that you've ever seen, but still you feel this, uh, this deep uh, connection with them. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's, you know, like you said, I mean, it's, 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 it's helped people form these healthy relationships, which is really awesome. Alhamdulillah. And you said that people come from all over the world. Can you tell us a little bit about the demographics, the percentage of men versus women, let's say the more predominant age group, how many are married, how many are not married, and so on? I, honestly, I don't have the numbers in terms of people, but uh, it's still predominantly male. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is cool about this group is that we have, I think we had more females join that in the past few months than we've had like over the 13 years on the Yahoo group, which is cool. Uh, yeah, the sisters. So we've created like a separate channels for the sisters. It's, it's a private channel. Mm-hmm. But um, they can still interact like with all other they channels. Still, and... They have, yeah, exactly. So they're part of all the other channels, except what we've decided was that, I mean, if uh, obviously they can join any They're they're actually part of all the other channels, but in case there are sisters that want to discuss things that are, you know, just privately, they don't want uh, the guys to 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 get involved with that. So we kept a channel for those sisters that want to talk about that. Mm-hmm. So there is a private channel for the sisters on there. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, they're they're also participating in in, uh, in the other channels as well. Not as much as the guys. I acknowledge that, and maybe it's still because we're still, you know, this. Uh, it's still really being run by guys. Uh, and and that might be uh, the main the main issue. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, if there are sisters out there who do want to maybe start something similar, like for sisters, where it's really like a server, even just for sisters, where they talk about things the way that they want to talk about them, mm-hmm. which may be different than the way that we talk about them. So, I mean, I, I'm more than happy to to help facilitate something like that or help them set that up. And I've I've brought that up with some of them too. But I mean, if someone's listening to this and they feel that there would be benefit to facilitate something like this, you know, just for sisters where they have a whole server to themselves with all the different topics that, that would be relevant to them, then uh, I, I would be more than happy to help facilitate something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, in terms of numbers, I mean, yeah, I think, I think we have people from all over, maybe not like Antarctica and I'm, <laughs> I don't think we have like anyone from South America, oddly, to be honest. I don't know why. Oh, yeah, that's true. But yeah, yeah all other continents are present, though. So, uh, numbers, I think mainly uh, a lot of people are from um, North America and the UK. Mm-hmm. I, again, I'm, I think it's just because like the people that are involved with it, I, I mean, and Europe, I suppose. Uh, we do have an Arabic channel where there's a, quite a few people from the Middle East mm-hmm. um, who, and, and that's actually quite 
an active channel um, where people are engaging in Arabic. Uh, and then we have other languages too, but they're not just they're not as uh, they're not as uh, engaging. I mean, the Urdu channel does get a little bit of traction too. A lot of brothers from Pakistan and India as well. Yes, yes, the Indian subcontinent and Australia. We well. have brothers from Australia, Indonesia, mm -hmm. Malaysia, uh, India, Pakistan. Uh, and Africa also. Yeah, a lot of uh, we have from Nigeria, we have from North Africa, some of the Arab countries there. We have uh, from Algeria and from Morocco, Europe. I mean, it's, I think uh, there's like a lot of people from Germany, from the Netherlands, mm -hmm. from uh, North Macedonia, France as well, and the UK. Mm -hmm. What else? I mean, just trying to. I mean, in Canada and the U.S. I mean, it's, it's, they're just big, and there's a lot of people there. I think the vast majority are not married uh, on on the group. Mm -hmm. A few have actually said that they are married. Age groups. I, I mean, we had someone join who was like what, like fourteen, fifteen, or something. That's the youngest I think right. we've had join. Uh, and then we've had like people well, well in their 40s and early 50s mm -hmm. as, as well. So it's ranging, but quite a few people are in their 20s. I think that's the biggest age uh, age group. Uh, people that are in their 20s. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like I mentioned in the article. Honestly, there's people from all over the place. There's people from different walks of life. Uh, mostly uh, professional, successful people who have like work and families and stuff, just like everyone else around them. So, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So nothing, nothing out of the ordinary. But uh, most of the time, they're uh, they're nice people. So <laughs> right. Yeah. Alhamdulillah. Yeah. They are a wonderful, wonderful community. Mashallah. May Allah bless them. Amen. A very common question that we got asked is that some people think that this is a Muslim support group, so only religious topics are addressed. And, you know, the typical Muslim support groups are about praying the gay away and using the deen to quote-unquote cure SSA. Mm -hmm. um, I know that we've said that there are lots of channels that we have different discussions on, but can you just clear this out um, and just tell people that this is not how we go about doing things? <laughs> what was the topic I think you guys were talking about the other day was about... Um which better Netflix shows out there? Uh, and you guys were arguing about that. Was it how to how to get away with murder or? Oh God, are we going to advertise this right now? <laughs> well, I mean, I'm, I don't know if you want to advertise it on your podcast, but yeah, I mean, so what? I'm, yeah, you're right. I mean, yes, religious topics are discussed, yeah. um, but I mean, a lot of times it's just people having fun and, and just like you said, it's a community. It's people. It's exactly. like you're talking with your friends yeah. about what you think is, uh, you know. Oh, about things that are happening. I mean, we have like a channel for like COVID. So, oh, yeah. so people where people were talking about how they're dealing with COVID or how COVID is affecting them exactly and yeah. their uh, situations. So, and there's like an off topic and there's a comedy channel. And, yeah, there's a comedy uh, channel. Where, lots of memes and jokes and yeah, stuff. lots of talks about elephants and chickens and all these things. So. <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> that's like an inside joke for people that's, who join. They that understand that. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> especially Wahid. Wahid really likes elephants. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I'll just leave it for people to imagine why. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, but there are like tons of discussions. There's also a discussion on gender dysphoria for any individual who struggles with that or experiences that. Um, um, yeah, for people who have opposite sex attractions as well as same sex attractions. Yeah. Um, it talks about, uh, yeah, there, there's, as you said, you know, there's a book club and um, a channel for bookworms who love to read books. There's another channel for people who like to write poems or like short stories and so so it's a very interactive and kind of multidisciplinary uh, platform. Exactly. And actually, we have someone who's not even Muslim who's on the group. He's, he's a religious Christian. Mm -hmm. He's engaged in a couple of the conversations, too. And mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, it's not like where you're like a uh, rigid, uh, Sharia-compliant uh, group. Oh, God, no, I'm joking. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we are Sharia-compliant. Compliant, but we're yeah, but we're in fun. the sense of exactly, yeah, yeah, we live according to the values of Islam and according to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, of course, but we're we're happy and we're chill, <laughs> so yeah, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. yeah, um, except Wahid, I don't know what Wahid's up, I don't know, he's always like all upset and stuff, so me, I'm not, no, come on, <laughs> come on, bro, no, yeah, I think I the way that I describe myself is like I'm all colors of the rainbow, <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> 
beyond beyond the colors of the rainbow beyond the colors of the rainbow (laughs) absolutely um yeah so you were talking about um a brother who's non-muslim so my question would be um yeah i mean it's it's predominantly muslim but are non-muslims also welcome to join the answer would be Absolutely. I mean, it's not like we're, you know, we're like, oh, if someone's not Muslim, that we're not going to talk about things or something like that. I mean, we're we're discussing the topics regularly. Mm-hmm. He's, I, I've passed on some resources uh, to him who are um, um, uh, Christian, you know, approaching the topic from a Christian perspective. Mm-hmm. But he's still he's still in the group. He signs in every now and then, and he, you know, we've chatted a few times. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah. I mean, no, it doesn't matter if you're um, if you're not. Muslim. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, the, you might not find all the topics relevant to you, but you may also find a lot of topics that are relevant to, to you because, you know, you're, if someone's still religious, you know, they still want to approach this from a uh, God-conscious pers- perspective, from a taqwa perspective, then, um, then yeah, I mean, that would still be relevant, right? So. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Yeah. One, one question that we get asked is... Um, have you guys had any negative experiences on the group, like any problems arising throughout the years, any misunderstandings, um, and how did you resolve them? So how would you answer that? Yeah, I mean, look, you, you gather a bunch of people in any place and, uh, you know, there's going to be conflict. Um, mm-hmm. I think, so there's, okay, I mean, okay, like in terms of negative, I mean, you have like people that are trolls. When we were in the Yahoo group, that was a lot easier to handle because all the messages were moderated. Mm-hmm. So nothing could get through except, you know, by a moderator saying, okay. So there were quite a few messages there that, you know, I never let through. Mm-hmm. Um, just because, like, they weren't relevant to the topic at all or they were hateful. Mm-hmm. Um, however, in the Discord group, it's a bit different. Uh, and we have had, like, at least a couple of trolls that have joined um since we started in march where someone just like you know they join under the guise of being someone who you know it was ssa or wants help or whatever but um their intentions are not that alhamdulillah we mean we have like i think like we have six moderators mm-hmm. um and so they 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 get kicked out that way mm-hmm. um misunderstandings between members i mean that's again something that's inevitably going to happen uh, I think we've handled it properly as a group, everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we had like uh, discussions about uh, therapy and people were for therapy, people were not for therapy and people were not for like reparative therapy and people thought about um, um, identity therapy and all these things. So I think we handled those properly, mm-hmm. uh, to be honest. I mean, it took us a bit of discussion on the on the group, if you remember. Mm. I, think, I think we're at a point now where just everyone just respects um everyone else's opinion mm-hmm. on these things mm-hmm. exactly so long as we're not like attacking each other and so long as not you know we're not giving something uh, or we're, we're not we're telling our own experiences and we're not imposing or pretending to be medical professionals or all these things uh or mental health professionals um but i'm all for it i mean if if someone has an experience that they want to share then they should be able to share it to be honest whatever whatever um Whatever that experience is, I mean, as long as it's not against any uh, anything Islamically, um, then why not? I mean, they should be able to share it, and they should be able to share it without the fear of bullying, without the fear of intimidation, and all these things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think everyone would agree with that. Um, so I think I think we're we're you know all these topics that uh, that come up, we we deal with them. Like I said, I mean, uh, we try to deal with them in an Islamic manner, in a um, respectful way. Everyone to be respectful. Um, and at the end of the day, people don't all have to agree, but we just have to disagree nicely. 100%. Absolutely. Um, and you said um, you were talking a little bit uh, earlier about trolls who come just to spam. So um, I think you've upped the verification process. So how does someone join the group nowadays? What is the process that they have to go through? Oh man, okay. <laughs> uh, so the, the the process is they have to go to uh, straightstruggle.com. Mm-hmm. I will add a link, by the way, to the uh, website in the episode description, so everyone can um, easily access that. But yeah, go ahead. Yes, yeah. So they will go ahead and join. And if you have a Discord account, I think you just automatically join. If you don't, then you have to create a Discord account and then you join that way. Mm-hmm. And then you'll get to the rules. Uh, you'll see the rules channel, and then on the rules channel. Uh, you have to 
read the rules and put a like on them. Mm -hmm. And then you'll get a link to uh, actually register. Mm -hmm. And so in the registration process, uh, you will go ahead and, um, you know, say your username, uh, just a little, a very few information, your email address, your username, and why you want to join. Mm -hmm. And if you want to actually disclose why you want to join with the rest of the members. Mm -hmm. uh, and then that uh, send us a, sends us a notification on the, um, uh, on the admin channel for the administrators. And then uh, you get approved. And then you get an email saying that you got approved. Mm -hmm. So it's a little bit of um, quite a few steps. I think they're mm, necessary because we were getting uh, we were getting these trolls, and we don't want people to be discouraged by uh, such negative, exactly. um, uh, you know, such negative comments. And really, on Discord, you, on Discord, we can't really moderate every single message. Like it's just there's so much going on on that server that is. It would be, you know, someone we'd need to hire someone like full time to be yeah. able to do something like that. And obviously, we're all volunteers mm -hmm. here, so. 100%. And something that I've noticed was um, that the members themselves, like, they are very protective of the community. So if anyone comes in just to troll or to attack others, they all jump in and they want to kind of defend the group and defend each other and they all step up. You know, so that's that's something that's very wonderful. Alhamdulillah, yeah. Alhamdulillah, I, I really think that people take this uh, to heart. I think people understand why this group is mm -hmm. important um, to me and to everyone. Um, people understand that, you know, I mean, I, I don't know of any other group that's that's like that where where um, you know where where you can discuss this topic from an Islamic perspective in a comprehensive way. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm sure there are, but I might not know about them. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's why this is important to me and to the people like it's, it's, we know, uh, what it feels like to have a place where you feel that you belong. And so we, we don't want that to be, um, attacked or taken away from us. Right. Exactly. hundred percent. One person might be asking, isn't putting an individuals who experience same-sex attractions in one place kind of, you know, quote-unquote asking for trouble, particularly if there is no supervision from, let's say, therapists or counselors or community leaders or scholars or whatever? Um, how do you respond to this statement? Look, like, like I said, I think this, this group, even when it was a Yahoo group, it sprung out of necessity more than anything else. Mm -hmm. um, we need a place where people can talk about this uh, in a way that they don't feel judged, in a way that they don't feel bullied or intimidated. Mm -hmm. uh, and so that's, that's what we hope uh, people, people get out of the group. Now, if there, if there are people who have uh, bad intentions, I mean, then there are people that have bad intentions and people have to watch out for that. Mm -hmm. uh, but I still maintain that, you know, if people are looking for uh, sex or looking for uh, illicit relationships. Um, there's far more platforms out there that they can use than, you know, this Discord group that we have. Are, Which we don't advocate for, obviously, but we're just saying. <laughs> absolutely. No, no, I'm just saying, like, I mean, the, it, I don't, you know, it's not the case that we should be, like, closing this group because we're afraid of exactly. people having bad intentions. I mean, people mm -hmm. have bad intentions, people have bad, in, bad intentions, but right. there's, there's a, I, I feel at least, I think there's a lot good coming out of the group of uh, that would outweigh any, any of that. And so um, people that are doing that, I mean, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is watching you mm -hmm. uh, and, and you'll have to answer to him. You don't have to answer to me. That's fine. But you have to answer to Allah. Mm -hmm. uh, um, but again, you know, I don't think we should shut down something that's so good because of fear of something that's so bad. And like I said, I mean, people who have bad intentions, they can find all that stuff in a lot more platforms, a lot easier than going through this registration process, mm -hmm. uh, which is unfortunate, but that is the case. I mean, that's mm. that's the society that, that we live in. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, But I mean... You know what can we what can we do? But you know, are there people that are like that? I'm pretty sure there are. Uh, if I do find out that there are people like that, they will be kicked out and banned. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, I mean, not right away. Maybe I may talk to them and see what's 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 going on. Uh, and and but I mean, if there are people that are insistent on doing something like that on the on the group, obviously they will not be welcome. Um, 
Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, it's. I, I think you know we deal with that as it comes up. We don't just you know sort of uh, uh, cut something out out of fear uh, of of, uh, of it uh, of people using it in a negative way. Absolutely, and there are rules and regulations. There are admins and moderators, and and people can actually point this out if they are um, if they are getting any you know unwelcome messages. Um, and I, I would say that this is, uh, if it happens, it, it's a very rare occasion, alhamdulillah. I mean, most of the people are there to benefit and to support each other and to develop these friendships and, uh, you know, support systems. So that's way more important than, alhamdulillah, it's more prevalent, right? Yeah, yeah, I, I absolutely agree. And, 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 and brothers that are dealing with that, like, I mean, brothers that are approaching people in a, a negative manner, I mean, just, you know, just... Uh, Think about what you're doing. Think about uh, what it's doing to someone else. People that are trying to deal with this in an Islamic way, and 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 you're putting them in that situation where they might be vulnerable. They might be uh, um, going through something difficult, and then they end up doing something haram because of uh, that person. I mean, you know, you're just you've just you've just multiplied uh, mm. uh, your sin, right? So just you know. Be conscious of that, and if you are feeling something like that, just reach out. I mean, like, no one's gonna judge you if you feel that if you're going through something like that. People will help out. People will point out resources that may be able to help out as as well. Um, so 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 do reach out. Do you know we're we're here for each other. Hundred percent, inshallah. If I were to ask you, how has Straight Struggle throughout the years, ever since you joined it in 2003 up until this moment, so almost 17 years, um, what has it given you personally as Yusuf throughout those years? How has it benefited you? You know, I think part of the part of the um, part of the uh, I guess uh, bounty that Allah has given us is the bounty of being forgetful and forgetting things. And so uh -huh. I think if I, if I think back to like what, I, you know, the state that I was in when I was 20, uh, 20 some years old, uh -huh. um, it was difficult. Uh, I, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't diagnosed as being depressive, but I definitely had those, uh, the feelings. Mm. Uh, I felt uh, helpless. I felt like there was uh, no future for me. Mm. Um, um, and really finding the group, honestly, I mean, I mean, finding the group really just changed all that, even though we were only like 10 people on the group. And like, even though like we would think like there were like four or five even that even just participated. Mm -hmm. um, but just, you know, having those discussions with Mujahid mostly in the, in the, in the early days, uh, having those discussions with, uh, with him. Um, really working out, just working out like what these feelings are, how we deal with them, what does Islam say, and all these things. And we didn't have the benefit of you know having all these scholars talk about it like now, right? Uh, or all these YouTube videos. Mm -hmm. um, so we really had to really try to figure things out on our on our own. Uh, mostly, I mean, like I said, we engage with scholars later on, but. Really, in in the early days, it was us us trying to figure all this out on our on our own. Um, so that was transformative. Uh, it it totally changed my view. Uh, it totally um, really helped me evolve with these feelings. Mm -hmm. That hey, you know, and, and it didn't feel helpless anymore. Obviously, it took time, but it didn't feel helpless anymore. I felt like I had a future. I felt like that. I found a place. I found my belonging in life, um, and after that, I mean, now I'm in a very good place. Alhamdulillah. I mean, when it comes to these uh, same-sex attractions, mm -hmm. but talking to others, um, offering my experience, uh, my experiences, my how I've dealt with things, mm -hmm. and seeing if others can use uh, the same uh, thoughts, the same processes, or whatever, like just the same. Um, uh, things that I did and seeing that it could help them really was also um, very helpful, beneficial, and uh, just, you know, it just reinforced in me that, alhamdulillah, you know, the, this is 
this is the right way of doing things. This is the correct way. Alhamdulillah, um, You know, and, and so that's really, and the flip side to this is it just, it just made my faith much stronger. It made my relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala a lot stronger. Uh, I'm not saying just like by joining the group all this happened, but there was a lot of things, right? Like joining the group, finding out um, how I could deal with this, talking through it. Exactly. Um, and then things that I things that worked with other people that I tried, uh, that worked for, for mm-hmm. me. Um, I mean, alhamdulillah, I mean, I feel that it's made... Um, made my faith a lot stronger, made me uh, uh, want to be a better Muslim um, because of it. So I think this is what it's about, right? Like, I mean, we're talking about uh, our lives. We're talking about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, which is, you know, where we ultimately want to go. And uh, pleasing Allah, like that's really, you know, we're, we're, we're putting Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala above everything else. Above even our own feelings, even our own attractions, even our own uh, selves. Indeed, 100%. Absolutely. This is all there is to it at the end of the day, right? SubhanAllah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, my last question for you today is what last words would you like to give the listeners who are listening to you today? I think partly um, what I've said really in the uh, BBC radio interview. First and foremost, look, um, you're not alone. Uh, people that are dealing with this, I know. Uh, times uh, can get difficult. Uh, this is not an easy struggle by any means, um, especially when you're in your teens or in your 20s. This can re- be really, really difficult. Uh, and I acknowledge that. And I think all of us can acknowledge that. But rest assured that you're not alone. Um, rest assured that in the vast majority of cases, things do get better um, uh, with time. Um and stick to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you know, no matter what happens, sticking by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, sticking by Islam mm-hmm. um, is, is, is ultimately all really that matters uh, to us as Muslims. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the flip side is to, to that is not to get drawn to people who are trying to um, deviate the teaching deviate from the teachings of islam right. or distort the teachings of, of islam they're out there mm-hmm. uh and um may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guide them and guide all of us mm. but um you know there they are misguiding people uh there are people that are being misguided by their teachings mm-hmm. uh read uh mubin Vaid's refutation of scott kugel's work Scott Kugel is what all these people um, uh, really depend on in terms of reinterpreting the uh, verses of the Quran mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to the story, uh, story of Qamdut. Mm-hmm. Uh, please read his rebuttal. It's very robust. Mm-hmm. It is very uh, comprehensive. Absolutely. Um, and I think anyone who reads it would honestly, like, you know, just completely reject what Scott what uh, Dr. Scott Kugel had uh, had uh, written. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, look, find your find your place on this uh, on this path on this struggle, and Allah uh, Taala guide you and all of us and uh, bring about mm-hmm. uh, everything that is uh, that is good for us. Um, we're not going to succeed always, uh, and if we fail, then the only thing, the only option that we have as Muslims is that we get up and keep on going uh, until uh, until that last breath until uh, until we meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, that is uh, that is what's asked of us that we continue on his path we continue on this path of Islam uh, and that we um, uh, you know do our best to stick by Allah indeed indeed beautiful words Jazakallah khairan I will, um, inshallah, put all of the references and all the resources that we've spoken about. The links to all of these will be put in the episode uh, description, inshallah, for everyone to access. Jazakallah. Yusuf, I want to say Jazakallah khairan, barakallah fiqh. Thank you so much for your time and for doing this interview. Um, this has been a pleasure. Um, I really hope that people have benefited, inshallah, from this interview. And I know that you are accessible to people whenever they want to contact you. You're always available on Straight Struggle, inshallah. Waiyakum, thank you for having me. It's always wonderful uh, to hear from you and to hear uh, thank you. about the podcast. Uh, and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bring it to people and may people benefit from it, inshallah. I mean, barakalafik. I really appreciate that. Thank you so much for your time.
And with this, we have come to the end of today's episode. I hope that you guys have enjoyed it and learned from it, inshallah. Joining me, inshallah, in the next episode, all the way from Melbourne, Australia, is our guest speaker, Chris, who will be talking to us about 12-step programs as well as uh, Sexaholics Anonymous and support groups that help individuals deal with and overcome their sexual addictions. Until then, stay safe and healthy. And I look forward to talking to you in a couple of days, inshallah. This has been Wahid Jensen in Away Beyond the Rainbow. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh.